Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden and you're listening to Queer Stories, the podcast for the LGBTQI plus storytelling night I host and program. If you're new to Queer Stories, welcome. Please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. Head out to your local bookseller to buy the Queer Stories book and enjoy listening to this incredible archive of stories by LGBTQI plus Australians. Roe Allen is the Victorian Commissioner for Gender and Sexuality and has been a member of three Victorian Government LGBTI ministerial advisory groups. As founding CEO of Uniting Care Cutting Edge, Roe established Victoria's first rural support group for young LGBTI people. In 2003, Roe received a centenary medal and in 2009 they were inducted into the Victorian Government Honour Roll. So uh, Maeve tells me that you want to hear about me and this is a personal story and not a commissioner story, but um, she's a bit of a control freak, you know. She wanted the whole... Uh, yeah, that's her laughing. She wanted the whole script. And I said, I don't, uh, I don't write it out, so she's a, bit, she's a bit panicked about what I'm going to say back there. But it's really... I, I just think it's quite interesting, you know. I've got a little bit of a Facebook following and when I do a lovely government post, you know, there's a little bit of action there. But when I, you know, do something on my ride-on mower, it just goes ballistic. <laughs> People just want to know that little bit about you. You know, when you become just like a little C, you know, famous, little C commissioner famous, people just want to know. And I think I've worked it out. I think it's because I represent you. So you want to know who I am. Uh, so here I go. Uh, my name is Ro Allen. I'm gender diverse, non-binary, AFAB, trans mask, butch, uh, monosexual. Nice to meet you. <laughs> it's not how I do every introduction, but there you go. You know, so where did it start? You know, uh, Maeve also said, well, what's the name of your presentation? And I thought, oh, God, I haven't thought of anything. And my EA is saying, you have to give her a name, you have to give her a name. So I said, all right, Accidental Commissioner. That was, that was the name. And I thought, well, you know, nothing in my life has actually been an accident. It actually has all led to this space. But it started in Shepparton. When I first went to Shepparton, I was on this thing called Wind Television. And I've still got Wind Television. And I was the new youth worker in town. And this is like 25 years ago. I'm 45 now, 46, 45, somewhere like that. Anyway, uh, the next day I was on television, after that, these ten, no exaggeration, ten queer kids came to see me and said, thank God you're here, can you start a group? So that started really advocacy for me and I wasn't much older than them, I think I was about 19 or 20 myself. Uh, that was really quite difficult at that time, I was um, physically assaulted and um, I had lemons thrown on my roof and my car graffitied. Interestingly, I was on the ABC radio just last week because a very similar incident happened to a lesbian couple in rural Victoria. So that's 20 years on and I think a lot has happened, clearly has happened. If you told the 20-year-old me that was running that group, that was being assaulted, that was, you know, being told to get out of town in Shepparton that I was going to grow up and be Victoria's first commissioner for gender and sexuality, I would have said you were absolutely nuts, absolutely nuts. But, you know, here I am. So that was Shepparton. And I started that group and then um, from there I realised if it's happening in Shepparton for kids and there's isolation, it's happening all over Victoria. So I went to Melbourne and uh, worked with the Youth Affairs Council of Victoria, became the chair. I like to take over by stealth, go in and then just work your way up. And so, and I said, right, now I'm the chair, let's have a statewide LGBTI support network. And we did that. And that's been funded now uh, for 20 years and there's a couple of million dollars that both sides of government have put into that. And we started a ministerial advisory committee on... Back then it was just gay and lesbian and, uh, you know, I remember we met for the very first night and we met and we were in, like, the basement of the Department of Human Services and we were attached to a part of the department that was called Food and Hygiene and we thought we were Christmas. 
you know, we thought we were Christmas. We were in there. It was great. Uh, we didn't get a lot done. Uh, they didn't really listen to us. We, it evolved. So in the next one, you know, we got up to the first floor and we were called, um, well, they, they changed our name, I think, and they added, you know, the, the alphabet keeps just getting longer and longer and then with the LGBTIQ health and wellbeing and in this government... Of course, um, it, you know, they, uh, they announced a commissioner and uh, a full task force. So I was going up and down to Shepparton a lot and um, decided that, you know, when, when I did fall pregnant that I wanted to have my baby in Shepparton. And I was the chair of the Minister Advisory Committee on Gay and Lesbian Health there and I thought, no way would I be discriminated this, against. This will be just a breeze. Uh, I think we were the first rainbow family that Shepparton Hospital had ever seen. And I still remember thinking, oh, my goodness. We went into the, um, to the hospital and, and we had those, you know, pre-baby pre classes, you know, with the mummies and the daddies, and it was really like that. And or could all the daddies go to that side and could all the mummies go to that side? I thought, oh, well, this is just not going to work. This is just not going to work. Um, and my partner, Kay, who's somewhere down there, uh, just left because she didn't know where, the, you know, we didn't know where to go, the mummies or the daddy side or what, what to do. <laughs> Uh, and it was really, you know, quite terrible. But, you know, there's, there's certainly come a long way, certainly come a long way, not far enough. But uh, there's, a, there's certainly a market for butch maternity wear. There wasn't a lot out there <laughs> 11 years ago and I was certainly the only pregnant person on a tram that nobody stood up for because they thought I was a guy with a beer gut. <laughs> I just thought, oh, come on, people. Somebody stand up, you know. It's really, you know, gender diversity is just the funniest thing, isn't it? Like, it is truly funny. I had two taxi rides yesterday, uh, both um, presumed to be male by the two taxi drivers. And, uh, geez, it's funny what men say to each other really is something else. <laughs> and then, you know, that's 40 minutes from the city to Bundura. You think, you know, what happens if he finds out that I'm gender diverse? Like, hey, let's just go with it, you know. And you know when it gets too far to explain, you know. Uh, and bathrooms. You could do a whole set on bathrooms, couldn't you? So we won't go there. Sometimes they call me the commissioner for toilets. Uh, I did do this one gig for, um, just to just say it's a multinational company. Anyway, um, I was racing to go, you know, racing and there's about 700, so a little bit larger than this, not much larger, but a little bit larger. And needed to find a bathroom, could not find an all-gender, all-ability bathroom for love and money, could not find one anywhere and went, oh, make a choice, make a choice, went to the women's bathroom. Sure enough, have an incident with a woman at the basin who says, sorry, sir, you're in the wrong bathroom. Two minutes, maybe three minutes later, I get introduced to her as the CEO who's about to introduce me on stage. <laughs> yeah, awkward. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That multinational has, has inclusive bathrooms globally. <laughs> but... You know, on a, on a personal note, sometimes you just don't want to be queer as a commissioner. You don't want to, everything that you do every day, you know, you have to, you know, be the commissioner. And I think it's, it's, a, bit, it's a bit tricky. Um, we like to sometimes go where nobody knows who I am. Uh, we went to America for a family wedding. And my partner, Kay, said, oh, this is going to be great. We just can be ourselves. No one's going to know who you are. Sure enough, in Starbucks, someone comes up and goes, oh, didn't I see you on Backroads? couldn't believe it. You can't actually go anywhere. But, you know, I absolutely, absolutely love it. It's the best thing. It's the best thing. Um, becoming commissioner, I've used all of the, uh, all the, the things that have happened to me in my life and I use all of them. And I don't have every lived experience, that's for sure. But I do have the experience of being discriminated against and I've talked about that. 
Uh, I have the experience of being with a partner who transitioned and, and that's, that's been really instrumental for me in, in my learning. I've been really fortunate to work really closely with Aboriginal community and Aboriginal governance and understand uh, the ways of First Nations people. And I've also been really privileged to uh, represent the International Church Network or the National Council of Churches overseas and do a lot of interfaith work. And that's certainly, um, that certainly put me in good stead for the work I'm doing around, um, you know, bringing, bringing churches with us. A lot of people say, why are you bothering? But, you know, there are a lot of LGBTI people of faith. Uh, that's how I met my partner in the, in the church. We both worked for the Uniting Church. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's, it's an important part of it as well. So uh, there is a huge lineup behind me, and I'm very aware of that. So I wanted to just sort of round it up and say, um, yeah, from Shepparton to, to Melbourne, um, we, live in, we live in Violetown. Um, our daughter now is 11. She's, um, she's right out there. She's, um, she's fantastic and very, very much part of the work that we do. Uh, being, being commissioner has changed a lot of other things. It's certainly, you know, the whole, the whole family signs up um, to be commissioner, I think. And I do want to acknowledge Kay and Alex. There are somewhere, I don't know where they are. Can't see a thing. Uh, but it is a whole, whole family job and I really absolutely love it. Uh, I'm going to continue to, to do this work. I'm going to hopefully be as open and accessible and personal uh, as I can. A lot of people want to know my personal opinion on, like, everything. Like, um, the other day, uh, the intersex community said, you know, can you tell us exactly your belief on surgeries for intersex kids? And it's, as commissioner, sometimes you just cannot give your personal view anymore. You know, the things, you do give up some things by being commissioner. Uh, because anything that, any personal opinion of mine can now be seen as government policy and I can get in a lot of trouble for it. So, it's a very fine line that I work about how much personal you can bring and how much government line you have to, to tow. Uh, I think the first thing that I got rid of was um, alcohol. I don't drink anymore. I used, to, I used to just go, right, I won't drink when I'm working, and I'm always working. Even, um, even the other day, I went to chill out and I went and saw Blue House. I love Blue House. Love Blue House. I've never seen Blue House sober before, but I did. Uh, and... Um, and I went, and I went, and I was actually by myself, and my mates didn't turn up for 45 minutes, and they left me there. Uh, and, you know, it was just a really interesting, different experience for me to go there, because, you know, I was fair game. If anyone recognised me, they'd say, yep, the commissioner's standing on their own, let's go and talk to them about, you know, safe schools, or, you know, this policy, or that policy, or whatever else. And it was just really, it's a fantastic thing. It's a, it's a balancing act, but I absolutely love it. And uh, every day I wake up and I think, you know, the sacrifices are absolutely worth it. Um, and I'm being enriched by being uh, your commissioner every day. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review the Queer Stories podcast to boost my ego and help spread the word. For tickets and dates, follow Queer Stories on Facebook. And for late night rants and photos of my dog, Frank, follow me, Maeve Marsden, on Twitter. For discount tickets to my shows, as well as other perks, become a supporter of my work on Patreon for as little as $4 a month. Details on mavemarsden.com.